right, welcome back to another episode of the Big Propaganda Wrestling Podcast. We talk about anything and everything wrestling. We are live in Houston, Texas right now. Hey, man, we about to get ready to turn up. But first, man, we got to get this out here showing our respect to Jay Briscoe and praying for his family and um, just sending our condolence to them here at the Big Propaganda Wrestling Podcast. Mm -hmm. So... <laughs> All right. Uh, We're just going to give a little moment of silence. Yeah. Break that in. A little moment of silence, man. All right. So, y'all know what time it is. It's time for the main event. And we are back, man. Hey, man. Mikey, man. Slow the fact in the building, man. Professor OG Slacker here to drop the nuggets of knowledge on all the imbeciles, peons, and smarks out there. <laughs> and y'all know what time it is, man. Don't watch me. Watch Dynamite TV. Guru Dynamite in the building. Yes, sir. And also, man, we can't forget about our boys, man. We got Zello Smoke, man. He at the house right now. And, man, you know we can't forget about the beige bomber, the petty messiah, Corey Jared in the <laughs> building. Yes, sir, man. Hey, man, we miss y'all guys, man. Oh, we got some special guests in the building. Y'all know what time it is, man. We bringing back our boy, TJ freaking Gaspy. <laughs> you already know who it is. The Messiah of Wrestle Talk, the visionary, the revolutionary TJ freaking Gatsby, a.k.a. Discount Montez Ford. Yes, sir. <laughs> Montez Ford, man. Discount, man. Hey, uh, Chris Ortiz here, uh, teacher, author, podcaster, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. And, uh, man, hey, huge thank y'all for having me. Uh, oh, yeah, the, man. From the Be Simone podcast, man. I appreciate y'all guys. Oh, thank you. Man, no problem, man. We, we totally appreciate that, man. Hey, man. We have a legend in the building right now, man. Hey, man. We have Mysterious Q in the building, man. Let's give it up for Mysterious Ooh. Q, man. Yes, sir. Up, yes, man. It is. Let's go, man. Let's throw him up, up there. It Let's is. Throw, it up, throw him up there, man. Hey, man. Who, man. Y'all just don't understand how happy I am right now. <laughs> oh, man. I'm My man wore a suit. Inside, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, man. You know, y'all you know, going to make me hit it. Y'all going to make me hit it. You know what? Forget it. Mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the one that's killing them all? Why is you, man, Slaughter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you worked on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, worked, worked on, on that one. one. Yeah, yeah, you worked on that one. I'm having a hard time keeping these uh, Stacey Adams down. These ain't Ooh. gators. These ain't gators. But yeah, man. <laughs> I can't, I can't <laughs> keep up today, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, hey, man. You know, feeling good today. Have to, you know, dress up for the occasion, man. We got, uh, we got Mysterious Q in the building, man. Got Mysterious Q. So Q, man, it's all about you for the day, man. Um, just tell us how you got started in the business um, and just give us a little background story on it. Um, it's crazy how I got started because wrestling been always something that was like, I would say like in the household. Mm. Like my mom, my grandmother, my dad, they were all fans of it. So like I just grew up like I had no choice but to like be a part of it. So um it always just seemed like something like a dream. Like, oh, all right, like that's on TV. Like, I can't do that in real life. I gotta <laughs> do like, something real. The only thing that was uh, like doable was sports. So, um, after I graduated high school, um, I wasn't doing anything, which was like, oh, well, I'm not gonna date myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It was, uh, 
it was at a time when I was like displaced from like uh, New Orleans, Louisiana is where yeah. I'm from. Mm -hmm. And so I went through like a summer of not doing like nothing. Just doing nothing, just playing video games. Hey man, we all had that. I had that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I looked up like online. Well, I saw an episode of like Hogan Knows Best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like Nick was. Yeah, he was trying to be a wrestler. Yeah. 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 And I looked, I was like, that look easy. Like, I could, he could do what I could do. Yeah, right? I, that's yeah. what I was saying. So uh, it took a while and I looked up some schools, uh, found uh, Tugboat Taylors, which was like right across the street from. Uh, Minnie Mayfield, yeah. Strohs. Yeah. Um, but it was this it was this broken, it was this bummy warehouse. Man. Um, that's where I got my start. So hey, it's here now, like man. You're here. Premier Arena, but a little bit grungier. Uh, uh, I can all right. the Premier Arena. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um so like getting into it and everything like that, how was your experience with Tugboat? Like like what was your, like? What was your thought? Well, that too, but like, like you said, you you want to do this, and it's like been in your family, and everybody likes it. Like, like I'm really about to do this. And what was your thoughts walking into his building and actually getting in the ring? All right, so uh, I'm shy as hell. At the time, I was shy as hell. Yeah. So it took me like three times, like going there to actually like walk in and talk to him. Oh, right. first time I just drove. I was there and I drove right by. Second time I got out the car, I was like, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And I went up to like, it was like this garage door, like a bay. And like, I seen the bumping and like, I saw like somebody look at me and like, I got nervous and turned. <laughs> he was like, oh, they watching me. They watching me. Hey, go holla, go holla. Yeah. And it took the third time. I, I just walked in, I walked straight to him and um, we chopped it up for a minute. Um, first thought was, it's not the guy I saw on TV. Like this is not Shockmaster. Shock yeah. yeah, I was thinking in my head. I was like, yeah, this is not like, Shockmaster. Shock yeah. yeah, but um, um, it was weird. Like, like it was, he was, he was real. Uh, how can I put this? Like he was real. Yeah, and uh, he was, he was telling me what I wanted to hear at, at that age. He was just like, um, yeah, just watch. I mean, we might put. He put me in the ring the first day I was there. Mm -hmm. It came easy to me like that and uh he was just like yeah you, you know you do this and who knows if you're good enough you might get signed get a contract get some money yeah. first you get the money then you get your wife and i was just kind of like so he fed you all that yeah yeah and i was just like he gave you the dream <laughs> yeah, we got scarface in case my mom listened i was a virgin <laughs> <laughs> oh Chill. man well speaking of that like well you said your parents was all into it so i guess they did approve of you wrestling my mom did, yeah. Okay. She was the reason why, like, I really, like, like, went full force, like, from conquering my fears of walking in there to walk in there. Cause yeah. It was a point where, like, she thought I already had paid for, like, the wrestling school deposit, mm -hmm. but I didn't. Kind of got some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she went to, like, draw something out, and she was just like, why this ain't? And she stopped, and she was like, don't ever let me down like that again. Wow. And, like... Yeah, you know, in hindsight, you hear stuff, and it's yeah. like, I remember that, like right there, like I knew exactly how I felt, and I was like, "All right, I'm not." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, going and going and going, uh, going there, and I always wanted to know, like, how did you get there to Booker T, or was it any other stops in between? Ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. 
So, uh, I went to, I, I tried to go to books like two times before I actually went to books. Okay. Because book then, I guess the first group of my first time of trying to go, I went with a group. Yeah. And book did not like us. Oh. And I tell you, he, he, and I'm just being real. I'm, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not oh, no. No, 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 no. You good. Uh, he didn't like us. Uh, so then I came back by myself because I had all my friends was there. Yeah. Like Ryan Davidson was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of other people was there. Um, so I went back by myself and Book was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to charge you anything because you you know how to work. Um, gym's open to you whenever you want to. I'd like to have you down. But uh, mentally, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't there. I was still like a kid. I yeah. Wanted to, mm-hmm. I wanted to go do some other stuff. Yeah. And like uh, I kind of pissed him off. So he was just like, all right. You could dip, but I mean, I already stopped like training at that point. Like I yeah. was just done. So um, the time that I got to book to where like everything took off was um, I, I had quit. I got hurt. I had quit the book. yeah. Because you know, I, I uh, looked up and you said uh, you broke your wrist or something like that. Was that the same time when that was? Different? Oh no, I broke my wrist like three weeks in starting. Oh okay, yeah. This okay. was like I always had shoulders issues, but this one was bad and. Um, I had quit and I was just done with like the the just the business. Yeah, like, yeah. And I had everybody asking me, like, they come back, man, come back. We got this match. Come back, we got this match. And I was like, nah, nah. And um it was one time uh Kevin, the booker. Yeah, we yeah, we know about Kev. Yeah, he cool. Man. He hit me up and he was like, All right, look, this is the this is the match. You could come in as a tag partner, and I, and it's like you are one other guy, and I was like, who's the other guy? And he was like, Ar Fox, and I was oh, just kind of like, Ar Fox, and I was like, he cold, yeah. But it was like a like you want to test yourself, like all right, no, I'll do it, I'll do it. Mm. So it was, it's crazy. I think it was me, Gino, but Gino was, uh, I don't think he was in a mess. I think he might have been a mess, and I think it was Brian Keith versus. Uh, this team called like Team International at the time that was at Books. Okay. So that was like my first uh, step in. And from there, like Book was like, all right, cool. Like, and it just took off from there. Like, was you nervous though? I mean, it's Booker T. I ain't gonna. Nah, cause like he already had like, <laughs> I already knew like at a point he didn't like me. So like, once you get past that point, like I can't mess up no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah. if you if you yell at me, like, look, what's the worst going to happen after you yell at me again? Like, mm, yeah. So one of the things I since you did say that, when did it all like click for you? Like as far as okay, I'm doing this now. Now I need to crank it up and get serious. Um, I had two points. Uh, I, I think it was like 2013, 2014 when I was training at Books, and we had like a real good training core. It was like a guy, Eric Lockhart. Yeah, he had a brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lockhart, yeah. They were there. Um, there was this chick uh, who was there at the time too. Cinema. I mean, if you saw, you would know who. I, I, I got. Would. I got on reality wrestling in 2016. So she may have been there around the time. Uh, well, she was like this uh, fitness um, competitor. Mm-hmm. She had been to like a bunch of tryouts. Yeah. So she would just give us hell days and like. Around that time, man, it was like she would, she had me in the best shape of my life. <laughs> then you had like the Lockharts who who was like running training, who 
they were real good with this stuff on top of other people running training like Ryan Davis, yeah. and Aiden Cristiano. So like there was a point to where like Book was like, have I thought about doing extra work for WWE? And I was like, no. But like when he was like, I think you really can. And it clicked, all right, all right, cool. Like, let me, yeah. you mean to tell me if I work hard and I do this, like I could yeah, go in and uh, make it. That wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but to, to backdoor that though, like I was at the first AEW show that they had in Houston. I went to both of them. Yeah. And seeing you there, and I'm like, that's mysterious Q. And the crowd was going crazy. And that I, was crazy. And Zello, as I had Zello with me, we had went we had went there. I think no, I think the first show. Was that the one me and Corey met you no, at? No, no, matter of fact, that was the second one. That was the second one. We met the at the second first one. one. We okay, met, okay. We met at the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to the second one with Denzel. We actually had floor seats. And the crowd was going crazy. They was like, Q, Q, Q. He was like, he looking around. He was like, hmm. mysterious Q. Like when he <laughs> said that, like everybody that was around us like literally stopped what we was doing and just looked at him like. How you don't know? Like how you don't know who Mysterious Q is? And ever since then, bro, he, I mean, he been he been up. So that that was a dope that was a dope experience. Uh, experience in that. Yeah, man, I'm a big fan of origin stories, right? And I'm looking at you. You look like a blue chipper uh, in every sense of the word, right? You know, six three. You know, you look, look like a DB. You know, in the NFL. What is your athletic background? Because obviously, uh, your in ring style, but then you know, also just the way that you carry yourself, like. You, you've done something. You just didn't play video games and roll out of bed and, <laughs> yeah. and do this. Uh, I pl- my mom put me in everything when I was a kid, which if any parents out there like yeah. listening, like that's the best thing. Like, Don't give them a chance. Just throw them into everything. Yeah. Isaiah, uh, get ready for that. <laughs> I just want to plug my son real quick. But yeah, I played basketball, <laughs> football, soccer. I even played tennis at a point, man. Oh. So it's like a mixture of those baseball too as well. I really gravitated towards uh, basketball, baseball, and soccer. So that's where I would like to think like I got a lot of my athleticism from from those three sports. Yeah, there's like a gracefulness to the way that you move, but also like a speed and a power mm-hmm. that's uh, unique. I think that's one of the reasons why you're regarded as like one of the pillars of uh, Houston wrestling. It's just like a good blend. And I'm sure y'all agree with me over yeah, there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, Soccer, what position you play? Oh, I was a forward. Hey, I played goalie. <laughs> <laughs> I was cold too. My freshman, we won state. Nothing getting through. Oh, yeah. Letterman jacket. Oh, oh yeah, I got. I could. Matter of fact, he got rain. Maybe bring my Letterman jacket up. I oh mean, yeah. Should have worn that. Oh yeah. Suit oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. you know, you know what? Like, athletic. Meanwhile, I was wearing the ball. Every time I go to the Ravens, I'm on my side. Don't say mysterious Q suck just for that. You know what? <laughs> And I'm going to be right there to encourage him to rip that nah, shit up. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah, I, I like you, man. Nah, but uh, yeah, that's cool forward. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I, I think I would have I think I would have blocked all your shots, but you know. <laughs> oh, you know. I mean, I like uh, it. It was physical. I was like kind of scared of playing uh, football. Yeah. Because I was at that weight and height to where when I was younger, they did it by weight. Mm-hmm. So like I would always play up. Like mm. an age rank up, yeah, yeah. And man, them boys was hitting. <laughs> it was. I was scared of that contact. I was. Yeah. I'm not even lie. I was scared of. That hey, he really dated himself on that one, right? Yeah. They don't make rules like that no yeah. more. <laughs> I was scared, yeah. man. But soccer, you could run and bump somebody. Or bump them yeah, up. yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah. Cool. A lot of people sleep on soccer, but soccer go hard. Yeah, that's the world sport, right? It's got yeah. the most coverage of any other, yeah. you know, sport it's in the world. Popular sport. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bad yeah, nine's yeah. good on that too. <laughs> <laughs> one more question too. This is uh, another origin one. Like talked about your mom and wrestling. Um, 
What was who was your mom's favorite wrestler? Like, who did you grow up watching mom cheer for? It was between uh, no, it was Kerry Von Eric. Yeah, my my dad, my dad was the same way. Like I actually I got the picture on my phone. I'm gonna show y'all afterwards. But my dad and my mom used to go to the, the local shows they had in Houston back oh, in the day. Paul Bosch. Houston, Paul Bosch. Yeah, or something. yeah, and uh my dad got the he took a picture of Booker T when he was GI bro. Mm. Like, mm. like this a young flat top. Booker T. That's a rookie card. Like, this is flat a young top Booker and T. And I took it to the row show one day and he and he looked at it and he signed it for me. I mean, he was like shocked that we had that. And that, that was a pretty cool moment, man. Uh, but yeah, my, my mom and my dad, they love wrestling, bro. Like I was, I feel like I was birthed into it too. Yeah. Man. I got the original WrestleMania and VHS in the case, one and two. Mm. I got all, all right. kind of stuff, bro. Like, I even got the clay wrestling figures, like from like the, <laughs> the arms, 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 arms didn't move. Stuck, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that, that's that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I, I like that, man. That that was that was cool. Yeah. So oh, go ahead. So I just want to get back to you. So your how was your first day of actually training? I want to start. I want to take a step back. Let me remember. Heard there's a lot of cardio. Uh, nah, no. Nah, I mean, my cardio was good until I hit my. Mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember much because, although that was my first like actual day in ring training, like I had went and watched for like two months while I was saving up. I would just go to training, like watch the footwork and, and everything. Yeah, and sometimes I might sneak in after like people did stuff. Uh, first day was it was fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say it's hell. Yeah, so, so- <laughs> it was only one day. It was like that. Uh, back, I don't know if they do it now, but back then, Tug had this initiation where he called it hammers and chops. Yeah, and oh, like we had a, we had yeah, about everybody that. who there, like you get pushed across the ropes, and it's like one hammer. And how I was taught with those, you could go as hard as you can mm-hmm. because it's in a safe spot. It's just gonna hurt. Yeah, and uh, we just kept doing it. It was just me and three people, and this big guy named Buster. His name was Don Kimball, who uh. He played. He played football too. I didn't know that. He played for the Chicago Bears of Walter Payton and stuff. So. Oh, okay. Um, I did not want to get chopped by him, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't so much like them chopping me that hurt it. But it was only two people. It was just the the amount of times they kept mm-hmm. chopping me, mm. and he chopped me uh, one time at the last time, and I just felt like the sweat down the back of my ear just get super cold, and like I was like. Jesus. Yeah, oh, our resident shop expert is not here. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he normally yeah. takes all yeah. the chops. Yeah, we got Zello Smoke, man. Yeah, he take all the chops on. He took a chop from La Familia. So uh, when we bring Abel back, we take two chops from him. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we got um, the buzzard, Tommy Bolton. Oh, Tommy. Bolton. Yeah, Bolton and uh, JB, J, J, JD. Uh, they they both uh, uh Brawley. Yeah, yeah, Brawley. Yeah, yeah. Brawley. Yeah, yeah. I would not want That's to a big boy. And, uh, <laughs> Brawley, bro. It looked like everything I, I, hurt. I, I, I think it's a little bit too late for that. I called him out, so you oh. know. Oh. Yeah, you yeah, you tripping with that oh, one. Right, oh, but I, I do I do better than not to call you out. Oh, no. You see them? Oh no. no. <laughs> hurt me. I was hoping you called them out. Oh no, no, no. I look, I'm gonna stick to my sign, okay? That's good enough for me. I'm stick to my sign. Hey, so no one's catching the chop today? Nah, nobody's catching Thank the chop. No one's catching the chop. Nobody's cool. catching the chop. Um, but being in a reality of wrestling and everything, you 
pretty much are hands-on with Booker at this point from what we see. Yeah. How and what is the best advice that he's ever given you as far as like going into wrestling? It's weird because like I never like had him give me advice like directly mm -hmm. to me if that makes sense. I always picked up the, the gems from him when he was talking to somebody else or like the group, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. As no, a, no, no. And then like something would click to me like, oh, okay. But always when it was just me, it was just like, he would give me direction or he would like uh, be getting in my ass or something. Like <laughs> yeah. Other than that, like um, the best thing like I can say like he's, he's giving me is to, he said, um, the reason why like he can still stay around now is because he um he stays around like all the younger the younger guys mm. who are coming up. So like he knows the style that they're coming because he's around them. So like for example, um y'all remember when Ricochet and I think it was Ricochet and Devitt, uh Prince Devitt. Yeah, Prince Devitt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was in like the the New Japan, mm -hmm. or it may have been Pac. I think it was Pac, and it was in the the New Japan Junior. Uh, what they call it? The Juniors. The IWG Super Tournament. Yeah, Super Tournament. yeah. So like they did that, and he sent this guy, me and Rex Andrews, the match. And yeah, I know about Rex Andrews. Yeah, and from that he was like, "That's why I can stay." And he would name people like uh, like the Pac. At this time, it was. Uh, I think CM Punk was around and Del Rio was around too. Okay. And he was like, then you got guys like that. Nobody can't tell them how to work because they, they know it. So you you get a mix of that and you can stay relevant. So yeah. from that, I took that. You got to be open to the game and how the styles change. Because when I say like there was two points uh, where it kind of clicked for me because mm -hmm. the first part, like when it clicked, then the styles kind of changed. So like you always have to adapt. I had to adapt and to where like it was a second point. But even now, like there's like a, there's sort of like a, um, almost like a shift now, or you can see because like the whole world, like wrestling world gravitating towards uh, like Brian Keith. Yeah. yeah. And like outside of like being cool with him, you kind of just sit back and like watch his matches and it's kind of like, okay, like if everybody's gravitating towards this, there's something here that I need to That's go That's the after. formula. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, to go back to yesterday, the main thing, like, I took from book that I can apply to pretty much in life. Because that goes outside. That goes outside of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. it goes outside yeah. of wrestling, too. And then you can adapt very well. Because, like, you can go play the big guy role. Yeah. But you, like, super athletic to where you, you can do that lucha style. Yeah. And then I sometimes I can see, like, a, a strong style. Yeah. kind of kind of yeah. style in it as well and it's like to see that is, is great like a, a big guy doing that you know like i said he yeah. can he can he can uh yeah i heard he does 450s and stuff like yeah that. he does yeah i mean yeah. i haven't practiced in a while and i hate to practice on some somebody and just like oh <laughs> yeah. my bad bro and, and then another highlight that i like of your match was the steel cage with followed by Oh yeah, yeah. That I mean, that was, around that era, that time period, that was the. Sh I mean, that was that man, that was great, bro. Like, um, one of my favorite matches of yours. Um, also another favorite match that I like was you and Chris Bay. 
I think that, yeah, that was pretty dope. That got me on. And it's like both of y'all styles is kind of similar in a way and fa- very fast paced and everything like that. So how, how was that going into that? Man, it's crazy how uh, how that came about because um, I think we we're going to do something like, uh, it, I think it was going to be like the next Lucha Underground. Yeah. So Vampiro mm. got all of us to go to um, to Vegas. And that's where I met uh, Bay. Okay. But like I knew of him because there was a video of him doing like these backflip drills in the ring and he went to the top and the rope snapped. Mm-hmm. It looked like he almost could have been paralyzed so how this happened. Oh. And I remember at the time looking at that like being like, damn, yeah. kind of giggle because you, you know he was all right. And I was like, all right, cool, he good. Like we go left. And I saw him and I was texting Kiefer at the time, the yeah. motor yeah. from Texas. Yeah. Like, yo, they just do it up here, Chris Bay, he's good. Uh Long story short, that Lucha Underground, whatever season didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. But we made connections. Yeah. So um Bay commented on something and I was like, yo, Keith, like, can we get him up? Yeah. And like he came in and we are we we were cool. Like it was weird. Like he got like a where I'm from, I'm from New Orleans originally. Yeah. He got like he's not from there, but he has like that type of personality that's open and welcome yeah almost like a starbucks yeah open you up to be cool with him so yeah. i'm like all right cool and uh we went and we did the match and like he's young but he's super mature mm. so i learned like a lot from from wrestling him yeah. and even like in that match i feel like that match was a match that kind of like put me on to where like i started getting more attention and more uh buzz and I think that was like 2019. Yeah. Going into it. Yeah. Well, man, I, I got a real good question. Like uh, when it comes to wrestling, different people, um, chemistry, who is it that you've had like really, really good chemistry with? Because it sounds like you and Bay got, you know, some really, really good chemistry. Is there anyone that you've jumped in the ring with and like, man, magic's about to happen? Uh, yeah. Ryan Davison, mm. uh, full on. Gino. Um, Aiden Cristiano. Uh-huh. I feel like Jake something too. Like we mix it up in like a triple threat, yeah. but like everything just clicked off the bat, and I was like, okay, yeah. Um, How long does it take you to feel that chemistry? Uh, for me, it's it'll be like mid match, and like sometimes you know. And also, uh, Isaiah Broner, just just big dude from uh, I think he's like in the Ohio area. Okay, I think is that the Midwest? It's kind of like yeah, yeah. works yeah. for me, man. Yeah. Works for me. We said no geography, yeah. didn't we earlier? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, those guys. Uh, and I just, you just know, like when like there's a moment, and it just feels. It's hard to explain it, but you feel it. It's like, okay, this is we got them. This is good. yeah. So going off of that, um, on the opposite end of the spectrum, when you get in the ring and you can tell, kind of like. Okay, maybe the chemistry is not all the way there. What what type of mindset applies that to make sure you're still <laughs> giving like the best match you can? Because I've always wondered that. Because they always say when you watch a match, you can tell if two wrestlers have chemistry or not. So like, what what kind of mindset goes through your head in those moments? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even lie. Um, I don't know. There's some points where like. I like to think like first thing is like oh shit, but the second one is like okay, like where could where could we recover that? Um, I, I like to always think now like I could I can fix it, I can recover. It. So, um, 
Yeah, I can only think of all shit. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we'll 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 recover this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing that's cool too, and I I gotta recognize reality wrestling too at this moment because they have birthed some stars that went on and went up to the next level and got you know got signed to whether it's Impact WWE. Uh, I've seen a few guys there go to Japan and uh, and stuff like that. So I'm definitely giving them their flowers right now. But another thing that I thought was cool, and when I saw it, I was like, oh crap, this is real when it was reality of wrestling versus impact wrestling mm. and how that came yeah. about that was dope and to see you in the ring with moose yeah and and at that time moose was like that like he was peaking yeah. he, he was peaking yeah, he was about to, he was and, about to get the push. And, and that was Remember dope that. so like how did that come about and what did you like what was your mindset when you got in the ring with him um when they told when they told me about it my first mindset was like all right, we'll see when it happens. Okay. Like, I mean, that's kind of how <laughs> you, you gotta, yeah, yeah you gotta you play kinda, it like that, yeah. It's kind of like your dad saying, like, we gonna do this, like, all right, dad, we'll see when yeah. it happens. <laughs> I love you, pops. <laughs> um, no, like, cause uh, originally I was supposed to wrestle Sammy Callahan, and uh, I was all on board mm, for that, cause yeah. I was like, that would have okay, been good. Yeah, that'd have been yeah, good. I'm that's gonna get the clock. Different Sammy styles, too. Yeah, different styles. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Like, I knew where he was, and at the time I was like, he could get me to Chicago probably if you have a good match. Yeah. So we get there and then they're like, nah, we're gonna put Temple with uh Sammy Callahan. And I was just like, man, what the <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, who you gonna wrestle? And I was like, uh, there was like uh, Moose. And Moose that day looked like he was not trying to wrestle. He said, like, I thought I had the day off. And I was like, Oh, well, it can't be a day off for you. Yeah. Um <laughs> funny story too, because I guess like he didn't know. Well, I mean, he, not like he was gonna know who I was. Mm -hmm. But uh, he almost tried to big dog me. Like, mm. he was kind of like, oh, so like, what do you want to do? Well, no, we'll do this. And I was like, all right. And I was just something and he'll just be like, nah, like, whoa. Like he was just laying out the whole, like the match and my stuff. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, man, I think like, he think I'm a bitch. Why <laughs> <laughs> are you saying this? And I'm like, you think I'm a bitch? And I was like, all right, it's cool. And so then, like, uh, I suggested some stuff. Yeah. And then he goes, like, how long you been working? And then I told him, and like, he was getting out the ring, and like, I could see like, from his his head, like everything like just changed. And he was like, oh, oh okay, like, like, what you want to do then? Yeah, and he was he was more uh, receptive to me like doing stuff. And yeah. we went out there and we had a we had a pretty good match. I I think yeah, um, it was cool. He had like one critique for me in there, and like I kind of use that now, yeah. like like when I when I do things. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that was pretty dope. It was uh, I don't know if that would be another one. I, I hope they would. Man, that'll be, I mean, when I saw that and I just saw the whole card, you know, I was like, dang, they really bringing all these stars. It was a good card. Relative wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. That woman's matching hard too. Yeah, it did. That like, was a lot of people great... sleep on impact. Like they got some good stuff. Especially going on now. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They really like, got some speedball, good stuff. Speedball, like, he go hard. Speedball, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to say this, man. I Talk watch, to the hard Yeah, I watch uh, <laughs> Speedball and Brian Keith in Chicago. Freelance wrestling. Yeah, freelance. I saw clip. Ooh, yeah. holy yes. shit! Yeah, yeah. it's like yes. <laughs> I saw and I was watching this live, like mm -hmm. live, and I know like 
the limit of BK's matches. And mm-hmm. you could tell like when somebody's pulling it out mm-hmm. and like we would talk about speedball, like, man, like I want to wrestle him. I seem he seemed like he could go. Yeah. Man, Speedball got got a damn bag of moves, and like oh, he really does, yeah, he stretches out, he really yeah. does. And man, that match, that match, the crowd, the aura, everything. I was just like, it's like if BK was like a bunch of seasonings, like onion powder, garlic powder, paprika, some other stuff. <laughs> All yeah. the seasonings. Yeah. <laughs> Speedball was the salt because the salt brings out the trooper, the yeah. flavor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, Speedball. Jesus Christ, the run he's been on. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was looking like, man, I need to stuck my shit up if I want to wrestle. <laughs> I want to wrestle speedball, but I like I like his style, I like the contact. So yeah, like yeah. from him alone, like him, he's there. Uh, Chris Bay's at impact. Yeah, Chris mm-hmm. Bay, yeah. Impact went up right now. I like Josh Trey Ed, Miguel, Ace Austin. Yeah, like, those guys. Yeah. They're reinventing the X division right now, I think, in my opinion, at least. They, they stepped up a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like a couple shows ago, um, I liked it when they had their different uh, style of ring. And it's mm-hmm. like every when they let it go, it kind of like kind of like killed their image. Like every everybody, like we knew this was impact because of their ring. Mm. Nobody else really had that. And it was like their identity. And it's like when it got gone, it was like, ah, uh, like, you know, you kind of felt that void. Yeah. But they, man, they came back hard, man. Two th- times hard, three times hard. I think when they let go of a lot of the originals, like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and Bobby Roode and stuff, they had to reinvent themselves. Yeah. And I I actually saw an interview with AJ Styles and they were talking about they weren't really fans of the six-sided ring. It was kind of harder to wrestle in. Mm. I think Book said the same. Yeah, because he was there too. There was like uh, the the edges. There was more edges, right? Yeah, so that just made it also that much ropes and everything. Yeah, much more harder yeah, around the uh, the ropes. Never yeah. been in that room. And this mysterious cue. So we had to talk about the famous mask. I was just gonna yeah. definitely got to yeah. get into that. Um, I've noticed the transition of different masks, yeah. and now you kind of wear the one that's kind of like going towards Hayabusa. Yeah, and um, let's get let's get into that. So how did you how did you get the mask and the transition of different masks. Um, the original mask was just some mask, like my manager, like that I worked at, that I worked for. Got, he had got like this random mask from like online. It was like, here, man, like, you could use this, and it was, <laughs> it was a teeny obelisk mask. Mm. I don't know, like, if you ever heard of teeny obelisk, but um, there's teeny obelisk and teeny obelisk junior. So it's like a mask and like. It just looks like a big V that goes down, almost like a pot, like one of the Power Rangers. Okay. Um, but Teeny Alvis Junior got mad mm. because uh, my trainer wrestled in Tugboat wrestled in Mexico at Ciclope. Okay. And Teeny Alvis, I think Teeny Alvis uh, Senior took Tug's mask, so he thought that this was like a jab at him, me wearing this mask. So like I had it spray painted to like some Street Fighter character. Okay. And I went with that for a while till like I got like somebody to actually make me a mask. Yeah. Which was like a rendition of that. And I went with that for the longest. And uh there was a point I felt like, ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna slow down on wrestling. So like I'm gonna just um I asked Kevin, I was like, hey, can I do like a Hayabusa like get up? This yeah. is back when I used to ask him, like, hey, could I do this? And he was like, nah, that's too much like him. So it got to a point I was just like, nah, this probably gonna be my last mask. I'm gonna do one just like, just for him. Took me like two damn years to get my mask from my gear guy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when when I got that one, like it, 
stuff felt better because my full face wasn't covered. Yeah. I could see. Yeah. I could show like a little bit of like emotion. Yeah, yeah. That, you got to have that good ring awareness and the facial yeah. kind of go bring the depth into the match. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, and I and I liked it, and like I always wanted to pay like homage, like to to high boots. So like, yeah, I couldn't do like the the baggy pants and or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, definitely like in the mask, like I had to do that. Although like Bandito had a fire, yeah, uh, tribute to him, and then Osprey yeah. had that one. And I was just like, and he got clearance from like his daughter to do it. So oh, that's crazy. That was dope. But yeah, that's the um, that mask. Yeah. Um, you got it taken a few times. How did you how did you feel about that? It when Fala took it, I didn't like it. I hated it. <laughs> Man, I hated it because I didn't know about it till I got there. Mm. I kind of heard it from somebody else like the night before at the bar, and I was like, nah, I didn't. Yeah. You can't beat me and take my mask, bro. Like, <laughs> like, nah. Yeah. And it happened. And I, I know why it happened, but um, I don't know. I felt like like there was no like run. Like I wasn't old enough to like understand how to mature outside the mask. Like, okay. Really. Um, I took it off the second time with with all day. Yeah, turn heel. That one felt better because it was a, a switch, like a change. Like, okay, like. Screw y'all. Y'all don't respect the mask. I'm not wearing the mask here no more. I'm going to wear it on the indies. Yeah, okay. Um, And that that felt that felt better because then, like, I was able to become a heel and, like, I was able to just sort of be me, like, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of like breaking out of shell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, coming from, like, a little shy dude, like, it's hard to just kind of, like... Yeah. So, I'll reference this. So... What was that? Uh, what Adam Sandler the movie with that was when the guy took up when he had the mask on he was like uh, oh you're talking about uh, Bill Madison yeah it was the disgusting blob or the revolting yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was kind of like that so it's almost like this was who I am hiding behind the mask and now I'm able to show who I really am now that I've yeah broke that shell yeah, yeah. so and like it took a while because I took it off. And I was supposed to have the return match for all day, but then uh, the pandemic hit. Mm. Boom. That slowed down a whole lot of stuff, bro. Yeah. So by the time we came back, like, without the mask, but it helped because then, like, Roman Reigns sort of came back. And then, like, Hill Roman, you kind of look at it like, oh, I could do do that. You're you're definitely a great (laughs) heel. And it just flowed because I was already doing like the respected thing. Yeah. And then like uh, he started doing to acknowledge me and I was kind of like, ah, oh, man, that's too close to like. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to still yeah. roll with it. Yeah. Like eventually I won't have to say it no more. Yeah. Um. So um, getting into with the mask, I want to also ask like with your Lucha style and everything like that, you know, like in the Lucha Libre, when they get their mask taken, it's like kind of like a. What's the word I'm looking for? They get like, their identity yeah, taken Yeah, from yeah. Did you feel that kind of way? Or did that rules the apply time, to you, you know? The first time it did. Uh, the second time it was like, nah, because y'all already saw. I mean, yeah. <laughs> people already seen it. It may be like the new thing, but like people already saw. 
And y'all did a good job hiding it because I remember going to the show and I was asking, like, who is Mysterious Q? And you walked past one time and I kind of was trying to put two to two together. And it's like early, like 2016, you know. And I was like, they was like, I was like, that Mysterious Q? They were like, oh, that ain't Mysterious Q. I'm like, he lying to me, but no, you know. <laughs> but you know, I really could, I couldn't just tell yet, but it looked like you, and I was like, I was trying to, but you had you had the full thing mask on at that time, yeah. I think. So you really couldn't tell, but I was like, I like, he built like him. I was like, you know what, forget y'all, y'all don't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they did a great job keeping your identity, like, so, you know, that, that was pretty cool. Shout out to them for doing that. Um, well, I was gonna say I got a question, man. Like, why the mask, man? You're a good looking dude. I ain't hitting on you, man. But there's some hey. dudes that could they need to wear the mask, hey. and then <laughs> hey, I wasn't as good looking when I put that mask on, bro. <laughs> you cleaned uh, up a little, yeah. Uh, nah, it was it was all just like the origin of what like I was going to be when I first started. Like, I started as a referee, and uh, man. this yeah. guy gave me a he was like, "You want to be Q?" And I was like, "What the hell is Q?" <laughs> he said he got it from like Star Trek. Like Q wasn't like it was just this thing that would just pop up, and they were like, "You're gonna be a ref." This group of like they're gonna be a beat down after the match. Uh, they're gonna push you away. You just cower. So like, hey, stop, stop, no, no. I would leave, come back as Q in the mask, beat him up. So come take it off, come back as the ref. Like y'all, okay? What happened? Clark Clint. Yeah. So yeah, Clark. I'm not gonna lie, I couldn't get into that. If if you're this size, if you're with, if you were this size at that point, I'd be like, oh no, nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, man, hell, no. <laughs> nah, I was skinny. I was okay. eighteen, so I was, oh yeah, okay, so yeah, man, I wasn't even like two hundred pounds back then, so, <laughs> man. So yeah, I had to. I put the mask on, cause and then just being shy, like I wasn't comfortable. Mm. It's like people wearing sunglasses, right? Like a lot of people wear sunglasses so that they can talk on interviews. You know, I don't know what it is about throwing the sunglasses on, but some people are able just to like talk and uh, pontificate when they got some sunglasses on, but then you take them off and then they kind of, yeah. High back, you kind of like sure. like, a, like a poker face if you want to say something. Yeah, like, like the the brand, yeah, and the glass. Imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah, I use that a lot. Like if it's a if it's a new place I've never been. Yeah. And it's just strangers, like, almost like they have my shades on. Even if it's 11 o'clock at night, it just feels like a sense of security, kind of. Mm. So you don't have to make that eye contact at the beginning, you know what I mean? When you feel more comfortable, yeah, then you contact, can yeah. let go of it, you know? Yeah. Um, so hold on, before but, you even get into that. I was a Hey, man, I was kind of disappointed the last show, man. You know, well, I mean, we... We 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 lost. You know what I'm saying? We were just what, what 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 happened? Like I just I was I was upset. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was kind of upset. <laughs> Who's we? <laughs> we lost what? We didn't lose anything. I'm sorry about that. I mean, I still left a champion. So I mean, I don't know. This is true. Uh, look, Ed Stone. Uh, I just want to know, Stone me personally, <laughs> when we get our belt back? You know what I'm saying? That... <laughs> I don't know, man. We go send Brian Keith out there first to see if uh, he could he could go and do something. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I'll just tell Ed Stone, keep the tags on that bitch. Because oh. you got to bring it back. Oh, Ooh. there it is. See, hey, damn it. Our boy got a faction behind him now, so. <laughs> hey. I sweat and do all that hard work. Oh man, I, I, I like it. 
I like and, it a lot. And, and the, the whole tag team, well, the, the faction of you, um, Gaspar Hernandez, um, uh, I want to say his name right, Ice, uh, Ice, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That coming together, how did you hear about it and what you thought about it once everything clicked? Um, It kind of just formed on its own. Like, I, I saw it happen because mm-hmm. I wasn't at the show. Okay. And I'm not going to lie. I saw it and I was just like, okay, that's only because me and BK not there. Okay. And I was like, we got to we gotta be involved in that in some type of way. Yeah. Um, and so uh Matt got Matt got I think he got hurt. So then like it just pushed up me and, and Gaspar. And I was just kinda like, man, I don't know if this won't work. Mm-hmm. But uh it's weird. Like it, it it clicks like with the three, with the three of us, with like me and Gaspar trying to do something and Matt always just playing like he's like a Luca, if that makes sense. Like oh. he's he's always on the outside, but he's throwing like the assist to do yeah. something dirty. Like yeah. Yeah. he's always <laughs> yeah. contributing to a win. So yeah. like I mean, I think it was it was it was pretty good. Um, I was waiting for him to come back, like yeah. so it could be like, all right, cool, like we could tag tag. Yeah, yeah. See what's up with that. Man, you sharing a ring with Booker T was pretty dope too. It was. It was crazy, man. Like he did his intro, and I was just looking. Like I, I was, I was totally out of gimmick. I was just watching, like. I don't even know what to do with him. Huh? Like, <laughs> like you're a fan. You, you ain't get this part in like the video games. You create your entrance or whatever. Yeah. You don't do that. Like when it's That's like the best part of playing SmackDown yeah, versus right? Raw. <laughs> do your entry. Create a wrestler. I think. Um, it was. Uh, I keep making basketball references. Yeah, no, you good. Like, you good. To me, it was it was like playing like with LeBron because like mm-hmm. I didn't know how much he wanted to do. Yeah. So he would he would call like call your shot when it, and he would come in he was hitting all his greatest hits he had the under the uh, under the arm kick bam yeah, yeah, he had yeah. the the crescent kick boom he uh I think like he was even about to hit like the he missed one and he was gonna come back with the flying form but uh okay just like he already poked one in the eye <laughs> but, um, that was pretty cool he he got mad at me though because I was. I was taking too much of the, uh, I was hogging too much of the ring. Oh, okay. A little behind the scenes. Yeah, that that, that, was, that, was, that was pretty dope to see that, man. And uh, I actually had front row that day, so I definitely got to see all of it. Because last time, he was stunned on me. He had front row and I was in the back, way in the back. Yeah, got some tickets early. Yeah, got to get some tickets early, To see him out there, it's just like he's a legend. You know, I still feel like a kid when I see him out there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like. Like I grew up watching you in Harlem Heat, like <laughs> yeah, it almost, golly, and you just feel like a kid again. It's it's crazy mm, like that yeah, to a point. Like during the entrance, I felt like that. Like during yeah. the match, it felt like a felt like a training session. It felt like it was just a, out there training and like yeah. you doing stuff to wait to hear like, hey, did I mess that up? Did, right. I, did I waiting to hear like the legendary freeze? Like when everything was, like, when the match was going back, he was just like freeze that, uh, and you wait to hear it. But he would just be like, "Cute, let me get some." I'm like, okay, you want it? All right, oh, you okay. suck yourself in. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. So it was it was cool. Like I mean, I wish he would have tagged me in the IG post. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of that, 
again, how we said that uh, a lot of the people from Roll go up to, you know, putting a little work in here, a little work in their different companies. Um, what experiences have you had going to WWE or Impact or AEW, as we said earlier? Um, and how and how was that to get there? Like any tryouts, anything like that? Like a legit trial, never had a legit trial with WWE. I wanted to do extra work. Um, so they kind of like look at you and tell you certain things like okay. to work on. Uh, WWE, their biggest thing was uh, lose the mask. So like eventually I lost the mask because of that. Um, I don't know, like WWE at first was like a bit overwhelming. Mm. And then you kind of see like some of your friends make it. Then it's like, all right, cool, let's do it. Okay. But like it got to a point to where like I wasn't trying to do WWE. I wanted to, I wanted to be like on the indies because yeah, I felt like I was getting better like going different places on the indies. Yeah. And so like you go and do that, you build your brand. Yeah. Then you can come. Yeah. Come like to WWE, and that's what like Regal told me himself. Okay. Um. Impact, like the only interaction I had with Impact was during uh, the role versus Impact. Okay. And D-Lo was just like, can I give you some advice? Yeah, just, he was like, lose the mask, work on this, work on that, and then get back to me or whatever. And he's always kept an eye on things, but it's kind of (laughs) like, I lost the mask, dude. I'm giving you both for Yeah. I'm giving you the best of both. Like I, I wrestle like in the mask, on the indies and outside the mass on book, which is TV based, which yeah. is kind of like college prep for yeah. TV. Yeah. Just to show like what, like I can offer, but like, it kind of frustrates me when people say like, say, they kind of use yeah, the mass. Yeah, yeah, like, do this. The mass is off. And like on the biggest platform, like you could see me, you should see me, yeah. which is, is there. So, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like, uh, impact never like hit me up. Mm-hmm. Since then, so uh, I feel like if I made like a like a a good run by like summertime and like send something, I would hope, or maybe yeah. like I'm just cutting myself short and thinking like I need to be at this level, and they probably think I'm decent and I could do something. But um, that's that with impact. AEW was I I think like I could I could be in AEW. Yeah. I, I can I see that. Um, mainly, like, damn near all my friends, like, are are there and, like, they yeah. make it. Um, when we when I did the AEW uh, dark in uh, Houston. Yeah. Just, like, that elevation, like, elevation. Uh, they, got, they got, they got, they got. The, just the, the, uh. The ovation, like of the of the crowd. Okay, okay. Just like com- coming out, like yeah. And I was like, damn, hold up, like, because yeah. before I just thought like nobody. Nah, we knew exactly who you. Nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing. we knew exactly who like, you were. Yeah, like I'm alright, like. And I went out there. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And part of me was like, nah, it's just they see somebody they know. Yeah. But they stuck with it, and that was pretty good. And uh, like I stayed in contact with like Sean Dean. Yeah. Who was doing like the. Uh, he would set up people like coming to come do, out there. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that was like two times after that, like I got hurt. So I couldn't really, uh, I couldn't uh, really do like the darks or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely can see you getting signed soon. Um, your PWI number is going up. I hope man. 
Be honest. <laughs> I feel like I ain't been doing a lot of much lately because it's like all the all attention really is like towards like BK. Yeah. It's kind of like Austin Rock. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a little bit behind on it, but yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> uh he getting like a lot of the shine. So yeah, like, he definitely is, bro. So yeah, I feel like I ain't been wrestling the places he's been wrestling. Yeah. So it's like, man, it's looking like I ain't doing nothing. Myself. I'm about to so, <laughs> drop a, a bit. So as y'all like, for well, to me on the outside looking in, I think you're doing a great job. And um, to see you go, like one minute y'all wrestling in Texas, one minute y'all might be in this state, yeah. this state, next state, and all these different bookings. Um like you gotta work your you gotta work your tail off in any scene and you get to a certain point. Um at a certain point when you start noticing, hey D, I'm getting a whole lot of bookings and I'm at this caliber. At what point like did you feel like your price went up? Cause that got you know, your worth. You get what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. Well no, definitely you saying like, your price went up. Like uh <laughs> I'm trying to think like you as far as like, well, like when you're having like all these bookings and you're going places, I was given like this flat fee because I was just happy to just be out there. Yeah. Because it was at the point where there came a time in wrestling where like anybody could be anywhere and record someone on their phone and put it on Twitter and then it blows up. Yep. Yeah. So at that point, like you have to always be, you can't have a day off like when you're wrestling because somebody could film that, that could be something somebody sees and then like your stock just go in. Eh. It wasn't until like maybe like 20 a little bit after the pandemic and i was just kind of like uh let me try to inch it up just this month yeah um i met this guy super beast this big dude in the mass like wrestles in mexico a lot okay badass like legit bad, yeah. <laughs> legit badass um i wrestled for him in vegas and like he kind of gave me my pay early but he kind of just like threw it at me and uh, he was like, you need to up your pay. And like, he was driving and I looked up at him in the rearview mirror and like he said it and he kind of had this look and he was like, you need to be getting at least this or this. Yeah. And like Ed Stone was in a car with me. He was like, yeah, I don't charge this or I don't walk out the house for less than this if it's not yeah. books. And I was like, okay, so like I have that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is my, my fee. But definitely after uh, I did AEW Dark, yeah, I was like, oh, price went up. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and then you yeah. see your PWI rating, and it's like, hey, price went up. So like this year, I started like giving like the price that I should have had in twenty twenty. Okay, so yeah, and you always wanted like that as a fan outside looking in. You know, these different indie shows, and some venues may look like top notch, some venues may not look as top notch, and you just should be thinking like, okay, they doing this, and I'm looking at this crowd. It's about 20 of us in here. Uh, you know, Oof. how did they make this work? You yeah. Know, the pay, like, you be wondering, like, some of these moves that these wrestlers are doing, is, you know, in, in these different little venues, you be like, uh, they hurt themselves. You know, is it worth this, you know, worth the amount that they're getting paid here or this and that? Just, you know, the whole, the politics and the the whole thing of that. It's just I always wonder how that yeah. stuff goes, you know. And, um yeah, that price definitely got to go up when you definitely uh, know your worth and, and, and the growth and the hard work you done put in. So, yeah, yeah. it'd be like that. Because you got to think about your travel, your flights. And, That's true, too. Yeah, yeah. Everything like that. A lot of people get rental cars, you know, to save on money and stuff like yeah. that. So, 
I, man, I've done so much driving, bro. <laughs> it, this is to all the promoters like outside of Texas who be like, why y'all don't get a car load? You can legit drive for 14 hours and still be in the state of Texas. You know? <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely hard. Like at this point, like I don't even mind like spending a little bit of extra to buy a flight. Cause yeah, man. <laughs> Then Time is money. Those road, yeah. yeah, those road trips to be driving will take it out of you too. Yeah, uh, yeah. those long hours. You oh yeah, sit there you sit there and then like you sometimes like, start like, hurting. Your back starts hurting. Yeah, yeah, you get there right before like a match, and then you just go out there cold, and yeah, that's how you get hurt. Yeah. So well, here's a good one, man. Um, <clears throat> right now it feels like a Houston, especially, but Texas is exploding, right? Like when us Texas boys go out to different parts of the country, like. How are we faring? Like, uh, when you look around, you're like, man, we can hang with these dudes. We're better than these dudes. Like, uh, what, what's the feeling with this this Houston crop of uh, talent that's coming up right now? Um, I kind of feel like when we wasn't, like, traveling out, we had, like, t- when people was – there was a, a time when it was, like, man, Texas booming. Mm. And, like, we're booming because we're all, like – wrestling like in in houston for like the uh, longest or in texas um then we started like just branching out and like it's not like what we think because we just see it and we're in like it's kind of like all right like you opening the door for that like for example like when ryan keith got uh pwg yeah i was just like yo we made like, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. was, was just yeah, my dream. Like, man, yeah. if I could just wrestle PWG and something could happen, I could never wrestle again. Yeah. I'll be okay. Yeah. So, like, he got there and I was like, yo, okay. So, in my head, I was like, man, I got to step my shit up. Yeah. Because I was like, if he go there and, like, he show out, which he did, I was like, yeah. One of us next. Yeah. Damn. The eyeball yeah. started looking. Yeah. yeah, somebody next. So, yeah. like. That's kind of how, like, I see when people go places. It's like, uh, okay, like somebody's next. Like, yeah, somebody next on deck. Because yeah. we did it in Chicago with Freelance. Yeah, they did it in Daylock Pro. Where, uh, I don't know where that is, but like High on and, and yeah, Rachel Rose mm. over there. Mm. So it's it's like we gonna go places. Like yeah, rising tide raises all yeah. ships. Cause didn't you go to Mexico too? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty I, dope, I, man. I tell you. I thought I was gonna die in Mexico. Oh, not <laughs> not, not from like. The, yeah. I mean, the area was bad, yeah. but the uh, apparently it's the altitude. Oh, so I had altitude sickness. Kind of like oh. going, kind of like going to Denver. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. I heard like it's worse. Like I'm mm. trying to talk and and call something, and it's it's kind of hard. But there's one or two people who understand, and in there I'm just kind of like. Yeah. It felt like I was kicking out just like to to breathe, and I was like, "Yo, like I don't know what's going on." Yeah, and like I had to use somebody's inhaler, which I don't even have asthma. Yeah, so Mexico was fun, but man, like I think like if I went to Mexico for like two weeks to train and came back, yeah, boy, I'd be a beast. Man, man. I'd be a beast. They got a different style down there, man. Yeah. I like Vakingo right now. Vakingo is definitely doing this thing, man. That's oh, a bad. That dude. is wild. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I think that'd be a dope match between y'all two. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I need like two weeks though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two weeks down there. Come, yeah, come up, come with some crazy yeah. stuff and be like, all right, bro, whatever you got, I got you. Speaking of crazy stuff, you did a few intergender matches. Yeah, how was that for you and? You know the difference between wrestling uh, a, a man and a woman, like like you know, because you be thinking he hit her real hard. You probably you know, hey man, 
I mean, you signed you, you sign up for it, you know, but just, you know, um, was it weird, you know? Um, you know what? At, at the point when I started doing, that was my first one felt weird. And it was for Thunder Rosa's promotion because I just didn't know how to, to go about. Yeah. Because I was bigger than this person, but they were the heel. Yeah. Um, at the point, it just, it's to me, it felt like a lucha match because that's all it was. It was like, hey, we're running these loot. You do this because that's the only way you go get me off my feet. Yeah. Um, so it was fun. But then, like, you get into the ones with the, uh, the women who can strike hard. Like, yeah. Although I wrestled Billy Stark when she was, 17 or 16 and girl she hit mm. she hit and i was just like okay like this was fun and that was the first match i actually did to where like you can i can i was comfortable with psychology and like it was like i could hit you with this big move and hit you with this and yeah. you could take it and hit, get me with, with just as much um then i wrestled high on and like that being like legit like my best friend like outside of my sister yeah we just beat the shit out of each other yeah, that's <laughs> crazy I, I was light though um outside of wrestling we know um you you like video games and stuff like that um what's some of the games you play um i was on uh, assassin's creed valhalla for a minute because mm. i was uh trying to 100 percent it Okay. I've 100 percent in every Assassin's Creed game <laughs> that I played. So uh I'm proud about that. Yeah. Um I was on Dying Light for a minute, just the first one, because I was gonna try to play the second one. Yeah. That was just that was too much for me. Um I've been on 2K uh a lot. Okay. 2K. Um Slack wanted to bring this up man we know you like dragon ball z so he got a couple questions he wanted to get with yeah, you about that man hit you a little speed round real quick. <laughs> all right i'm a huge dragon ball fan myself so i just had to do this i had to all right so i'm gonna hit you with question one all right screw mary kill oh. android 18 bulma and chi chi <laughs> I'm going to marry Android 18. I'm going to screw Boma. <laughs> no, no, no. Can I switch this? You okay. can switch. Go ahead. I'm going to marry Boma. I'm going to screw Android 18 and I'm going to kill Chi Chi. Oh, Me okay. and Zello had the same exact answers <laughs> on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Boma, I feel like that's the only uh, correct answer if you yeah. think about it. Yeah, yeah, that one was too There was a reason Goku was out there training all the time, guys. Yeah, he was. There was a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the afterlife, he was like, I still got to go. I still yeah. got to go. Like, go. Bye, Chi Chi. You know, <laughs> um, who was the better father to Gohan, Goku or Piccolo? Piccolo. Mm. <laughs> that was too easy. That was too easy. Yeah. Too um, easy. My daughter name will be Piccolo. Hey, I like that. I like that. Right. Pretty right. name. Yeah. Uh, gas or pass? Super Saiyan four form. Kind of, kind of a pass. same. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. It, get, been given it makes that. no sense in the evolution of the the Saiyan form. Yeah. It just makes no sense to me. All right, who was the coldest villain? The coldest, like the the, the evilest of the evil. From now till now, or from then till now? Yeah. From any, from Dragon Ball, from Z, Super, GT, it don't matter. Who was the coldest? Is it tie between 
gas and and freezer. No. Yes. Yeah. What? Freezer. I like freezer. Kid. Freezer. I like kid. Oh, yeah. Freezer all day. I yeah. like kid boo. Boo is bad. Oh, boo. Man. Man. Freezer. Freezer. Freezer yeah. just came back on some. It's the mm-hmm. wit too. Yeah. Freezer, freezer insults are the greatest. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> he's got all the smoke. He's got all the smoke. Yeah, yeah. Gracious, hey, freezer be thrown out there a little too easy. Oh, do. really, monkey? Freezer and Uncle Ruckus, like yeah, Okay, so uh, who you training under? Vegeta. Okay, hmm. I would have said Wisp, but very good, Vegeta. Okay, this is kind of a more intricate question. Uh, Hercule, Mr. Satan, was he a babbling idiot or a necessary martyr? Necessary martyr, man. <laughs> he was needed. He was needed there so the, all the all the people on Earth knew that yeah. you know he was the one that took care of Boo. It wasn't it he wasn't the, the Z money. fighters, Goku and the Z fighters. They didn't want any of that attention. They needed Hercule there. So, in my opinion, yes, he was a necessary martyr. Okay. Um, Goku or Vegeta? Well, easy, bro. Vegeta. Yeah. Oh. Goku never beat Vegeta. This is true. You go through all this that. He true. never beat Vegeta. Vegeta always gets the slack. He never gets the praise. Yeah. But he always right. grinds for it. So. But here's my thing on that. I don't think Vegeta came into his own, and this is just my opinion, until they haven't even put it out on like anime yet it's still in the manga when vegeta hit his ultra ego yeah ultra ego he finally decided i'm not trying to keep up with goku anymore i'm going to create my own legacy and then when he hit ultra ego that was vegeta right there yeah so and it took a long long time to get there because he was always right under goku trying to get he was trying to be goku he was trying to get on that level and finally decided you know what i've got my own stuff that took beer beers for that and be like say bro i'm not training you but if you want to learn Mm -hmm. boom so that was yeah and I got one more for you. Best moment in all of Dragon Ball lore. Oh, best moment. Just the one that just like you, you see it and oh. you just feel it. And just like, man, I, I feel that. You got to be. Um, I have a feeling you're going to say it. The Ultra Instinct sign, bro. Like when he. Uh, yeah, that's up there for me. Is that all the damn the the it's three that the Kamehameha uh, to the face? Mm-hmm. Kale. Mm-hmm. And for me, that gives me goosebumps is uh, when Vegeta goes royal blue and, yeah. and the terminal power and like Goku powers up and they go at uh, Jiren. Yeah. So for mm. me, it's uh, uh, Gohan hitting Super Saiyan 2 and defeating Cell. That's like the best moment, in my opinion. Like, there's so much emotion behind that. There's like there is that made me tear up. Even I'm 41 years old now, still made me tear up. I ain't even lying, <laughs> dude. Like, he just saw all his friends die, and like that was what he needed to push him over the top. Because even Goku said he's the strongest. Saying I'm not the strongest. Yeah. It's Gohan. So that's all I got on that it's one, man. Yeah, that's cool. That's those cool. some good questions. Thank you. Um, and then before we get out of here, we gotta ask you this: um, your dream match. Mm. Well, yeah, it would have been. Uh, me versus Hayabusa, mm. but realistically, like now, like maybe me versus Tuko Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's cool. It's my wrestling pops. The wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Um, and also, too, right now, man, we want to also recognize um, one of our sponsors, man, um, Ballistic Barrier, man. Make sure y'all check them out. Um, the King of Solar Screens, home of the 55. Any size, shape, color, screen. 
And we'll be right back with the PWO and Mysterious Q. The king of solar screens. Ballistic barrier products. Two companies. One goal. You. For almost 20 years, we have led the industry in providing an American-made product that's not only safe, but dependable. And now Ballistic Barrier has curtains for walls, doors, and windows. A window covering that saves lives and detours active shooters. A shade to prevent more harm to our schools, our churches, our offices, our homes. With its Kevlar core, you can rest assured that safety is in front of you. We are back with the Big Propaganda Wrestling Podcast. All right, man, I got a few questions. You know, get you a little speed round, see where your head's at with just wrestling in general. Um, okay, let's get it. Uh, favorite wrestler of all time? Bret Hart. Mm. Oh, cool. Boy. My man. Favorite, favorite wrestler currently? Hey, it could be mysterious Q, man. Don't sell yourself short. Brian Keith. Mm. Nice. Mm, nice, nice. Okay. Favorite female wrestler of all time? Ooh. Medusa. Ah, nice. That's nice. Different. That's definitely that. different. Yeah. Uh, favorite, favorite female wrestler currently? Hi, on. Hi, on. Okay, okay, okay. Favorite tag team of all time? Um, Hayabusa and uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Jinzei mm. The guy with the uh, you talking about? He got the words on him. Yeah, he got. He was he, in was, he was in WWE as uh Hakushi. Hakushi. Yeah. yeah, Hakushi. Yeah, yeah. Name, but yeah, them two. Favorite tag team of all time? I mean, favorite tag team currently. Sorry about that. Get heat for this. Uh, <laughs> I like coaching. Coaching? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you definitely get some heat from that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love you, Slide Jeff. Okay. Um, where, where would I go? Um, man. I gotta get my questioning. Uh, favorite technical wrestler of all time? Chris Benoit. That's cool. That's Everybody cool. says that. Everybody says right. that. Uh, Everybody you're you're good. Uh, favorite technical wrestler currently? Jonathan Gresham. Wow. Oh yeah. Very nice. Uh, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Good that call. Very, it's very nice. Other than that, man, I think you did great on the speed round. This was yours, the fastest one, I tell yeah, you that much. Everybody else, yeah. Deck, ready to go. Yeah. Um, well, my little two questions. Uh your the your favorite wrestling belt period of all time and your favorite pay-per-view of all time. I like the uh, the rated R spinner belt. Oh. I was a big edge fan. Okay. Uh Favorite pay per view of all time? Yeah. WrestleMania 17. Cool. Good call. Cool. Good call. Cool. Good call. Cool. And also, Greatest Mania, too. 
yes. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, too, at this time, we want to recognize one of our sponsors. Um, let you know that this episode is brought to you by Bailey Rose Family Mortuary. We cost less because we care more. Bailey Rose is the leading funeral provider in the Fifth Ward Cashmere Gardens area. They have affordable prices and they offer payment plans if needed. Bailey Rose is 15 minutes away from the medical center and they have access to over 200 caskets, different styles. Give them a call today at 713-842-7871. That is 713-842-7871. Bailey Rose Family Mortuary. All right, man. We just want to, first of all, want to thank Mysterious Q for coming out and uh, being on the Big Propaganda Wrestling Podcast. We really appreciate that, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely appreciate you. And let's not forget the rest of our guests. We got TJ freaking Gatsby in the building, a.k.a. Discount Montez Ford. Hey, man. (laughs) Got our boy Chris over there in the cup. Hey, Chris, man, tell him again. Tell him about your, uh, about martial arts, man. Tell him, tell him, tell him what you got, man. Yeah. um, I've kind of gotten into the professional wrestling world a little bit as as a fan, right? Yeah. But then uh, I'm a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. And uh, I know I'd reached out to Book and Charmel and I was like, hey, I'd love to contribute, you know, to something that's been a, a huge part of my life yeah. in my own little special way. So uh, they were gracious enough to open up the doors. And, you know, uh, when time allows when I'm not coaching at my junior high, uh, I go up there, you know, to row. And then I just work with the guys and the girls up there and uh, met some really good people. And there's something about these kids that are chasing their dreams like it fuels me. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful thing to see some people drop what they're doing uh, and and chase a dream because I don't think that happens enough nowadays. I'm an educator and that's what excites me. Yeah. You know, so I see education going on over there and it excites me to see, you know, these young men and these young women like giving it a go. Like people don't do that. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a beautiful thing. Um, don't catch me at the Be Someone podcast also. I got my own little podcast and hopefully, you know, I'd love to have you gentlemen on. I'd love to have you, Q, you know, one day. And uh, oh, yeah, no absolutely. doubt, no doubt. Thank y'all for reaching out, man. This is a, I had a wonderful time, man. Y'all made my week. Hey, man, our <laughs> doors, our doors always open, man. And we appreciate y'all, man. And um, again, man, this is season two of the Big Propaganda Wrestling Podcast. I'm Mikey Manslaughter Facts because I'm always killing it. Professor OG Slacker signing out. And y'all know me, man. I don't need no introduction in this. I'm a big timer. Don't watch me. Watch Dynamite TV. Hey, man, don't forget, when you're down with the PWO, you're down for life. life.